Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Thus, the mortgage rates will be coming down. Don't know if you've checked this morning, but I looked about 15 minutes ago, and the 10-year is down again, down to 3.27, or down about six and a half basis points. This would obviously jump around all day. But again, the trend is our friend. It does look like the numbers are coming in softer. The big number of the week is obviously Friday for the or the uh, job growth. We'll talk about that more later. But yes, we can expect the 10-year going down will bring mortgage rates down. Yesterday, again, a great follow on Twitter, Lance Lambert, our Thursday guest. Uh, mortgage rates yesterday, yesterday, 6.37% uh, down 7 basis points in a day, down 23 basis points in a week, and, drumroll please, down 60 basis points in a month. Remember, it was only two weeks ago, I talked about the 30-year going below 6% for the best credit, full down payment, and owner-occupied. That happened 10 days ago. With the rates coming down more and more, it is very likely that more of you will be able to get 30-year money at something with a 5 on it, 5.99. 5.90, whatever that is. Why is that? Well, it appears the market is trying to call the Fed's bluff. They are clearly pricing in some cuts. The numbers have been generally soft the last week or so, including the ADP report this morning. Again, we will talk about that more later. I do want to acknowledge that being right on rates increasingly going to five is going to be a problem for the housing market. The housing market will be broken for years. You have heard me and many of my millionaire experts who come back every week talking about the bifurcated or maybe bipolar housing market. If you wanna get a big discount, shop in luxury or even ultra luxury. But let's be clear, that's not where you and I play. You and I play first-time buyer homes, entry-level, maybe some small multis, duplexes through quads. It's going to get more competitive because the supply is not coming. My great fear, and this I mean this with you know fear being a four-letter word, is not only do rates come down to below six, but heaven forbid they come to like five and a half. Five and a half is probably the worst number for the housing market. Why do I say that? Well, that extra half a percent brings more demand, but does nothing or at least very little to open up supply. So at five and a half, the problem is exacerbated. Now, if rates go down to sub 5%, 
that actually may start to unlock some supply. I think five and a half is like the worst number. Demand is unlocked and supply is just not there. So again, my hope is rates come down. They kind of stay right around six, five, nine. You know, we, we, we got to get through this. And one of the cures, unfortunately, is time. Time. Real estate is not meant to be this, you know, cardiac arrest thing. It's meant to be a lot more boring than you and I have seen the last couple of years. So watch mortgage rates. I do expect another trend down today. Um, we actually got two adjustments yesterday, but yeah, mortgage rates. Let's talk about home builders. I don't know if you follow Lance Lambert. He's one of our Thursday guests. He is a fortune editor. He put out an article in fortune talking about home builders. And I'll just give you some numbers, right? I know there's a lot of people that think home, home builders were going to go bankrupt. If you follow this channel, you know, that's not true, but I did not know these numbers. These numbers are eye opening. Since January 1st of 2020, January 1st of 2020, DR Horton is up 92%. Lennar is up 88%. Pulte Homes up 58%. And Toll Brothers up 52%. Okay, great. That's wonderful. But give me a base. The S&P 500 is up 27%. So the home builders on average are up 2X on the S&P. So why is that? Why might that be? Well, as we have discussed on this channel and you've heard me say before, I believe home builders are uniquely positioned to take market share. We have homeowners locked in. That's called existing home sales. Those are now trending about 4 million. They used to be six and a half. We have this demand problem. And if rates come down even more, builders will get even more market share. They're the only people adding supply. They also have pricing power. Not only could they not, you know, reduce price, they can give upgrades, they can buy down rates. They have a lot more levers to pull to make the mortgage payment affordable. And we saw in Q4, the builders slowed down which means they reduce their expenses. So again, home builders. I don't know if you knew that. I certainly did not know DR Horton is up 92%. Pretty wild to think about. Multifamily. So you've heard Jonathan Twomley and Anna Kelly, two weekly experts, talk about multifamily kind of in this ice age where sellers have one number and buyers have another number. Well, we got numbers for apartment sales apartment sales. For Q1, apartment sales were down 74% year on year. 74%. That is the ice age. Commercial brokers are suffering just like residential brokers. But again, remember residential is down 40%. Multifamily, again, down 74%. The most in 14 years. At these pivots or these rollovers, this happens. Right? Because again, as I've been through, right, 14 years ago was 2009. I was in the market. I was buying apartments. And what you saw in 2008 was, right, one of the buildings I bought, this is a great example. One of the buildings I bought for 700 grand was selling for or was asking $1.4 million. In 2006, 
2007, 2008. That, that owner was in trouble and the bank was extending and pretending. Ultimately, that, um, per, that owner gives up or the bank closes, whatever. I buy directly from the bank for $700,000. Right now, we are in the earlier period where owners are desperate and hoping there are some stupid buyers out there. Buyers are looking at higher cost of capital, higher vacancies, more evictions, and going, no thank you. This is going to be slow. Everybody wants a dramatic collapse. That is not how real estate works. Do your homework, network, look for opportunities. This is not the stock market. It doesn't move that fast. Okay, multifamily. ADP, let's talk about it. ADP report again, remember, private payrolls. It is an early insight into what might be Friday's more important Bureau of Economics uh, jobs report for March. Let's go through what was expected. Expected was 210,000. Last month was 261,000. Hey, Evo, thank you, buddy. I appreciate the super chat. That's very nice of you. So again, estimate 210, last month 261. Drum roll, please. 145. Again, we are seeing the data get soft in real time. Jerome Powell has to be happy. I still believe this number means we get a quarter point rate increase on May 3rd. And I believe he will pause for the rest of the year. My opinion hasn't changed. In fact, these numbers make me feel even more confident. Let's also look at the Q1 average. The Q1 average, January, February, and March was 175,000. Previously was 216,000. So again, you're seeing it slow down. That on top of the JOLTS report, losing 600 openings, 600,000 openings to fall under 10 million. Uh, ISM manufacturing being horribly weak. Things are heading in the right direction for Jerome Powell. Let's play uh, over under. We got the Friday jobs report coming. Job creation, the estimate is 238,000. I believe earlier in the week, I guess 250. I'm not gonna change my number, but given all the early indications, these, these other numbers being soft, might we get a surprise downside? I do not remember the last time uh, the jobs number missed to the under. Remember January? January came in at like 541,000 or some crazy number. But again, uh, if you want to guess a number, leave it below. If anybody happens to get it right on the number, we'll send out a nailed it t-shirt. I always think that's fun. I think I need to buy some more. Yeah, I think I need to buy some more. So again, fun to think about. So ADP. Again, I want to talk about leading and lagging. We talk about these in passing, but I want to give you a clear example. The unemployment rate, which we will get on Friday, last month was 3.6, expectations is 3.6. Unemployment rate is the ultimate lagging indicator. What does that mean? It is likely one of the last, if not the last, economic measure to show pain in the entire string. In fact, it is so bad that the unemployment rate typically bottoms, meaning it's the lowest as a recession starts. Now, what's a leading economic indicator? 
For me, one of the great leading economic indicators we got on Monday, I believe. It might have been Tuesday. I think it was Monday. It is the ISM manufacturing. ISM manufacturing does this weird, weird calculation, 0 to 100, where 50 is kind of neutral. Over 50 is growth. Below 50 is shrinking. ISM manufacturing disappointed. I think expectations are like 47.2 and it came in at 46.4, something like that. But clearly contracting, clearly a miss. The economy is clearly slowing down. So again, pay attention to all this leading, lagging. These are things we need to talk about going forward. But again, all week, every number this week, I think Powell is smiling. I think he gives us that one extra quarter on the third. And then he just sits on the sideline and hopes nothing breaks. So one of the things I often do again when I wake up and I read for an hour, an hour and 15 minutes is I just bounce around. I have no predetermined path. I found an article on CNBC Make It this morning talking about 100-year-olds, specifically 100-year-olds that are happy and productive. I suggest going ahead and finding it, CNBC Make It. I just wanted to give you a couple of the takeaways. These are folks that are 100 years old and happy and engaged. I think that is all something we would want for ourselves and our family. One, find your purpose and your people. How powerful of that. Folks, if you don't know already, if you're in one rental at a time, you are my people. We do the work. We don't make excuses. We get up and do it tomorrow. We are not sitting here grinding on negativity. We understand the risks. We understand bad things happen, but we move forward. We are going to conquer the recession together. We are going to do great things. So again, this is my purpose and you are my people. Thank you for being here every day. I appreciate you. Two, do something that keeps your mind engaged. For me, that is reading, reacting to questions, all of that. But yes, keep your mind engaged. Three, view life through the lens of positivity. This is something I believe social media, oh, are you sad? Are you in pain? This little guy's still uh, struggling. His eye is still stitched shut. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna hold him, finish this up. So again, sorry, view life through the lens of positivity. What does that mean? I think social media has made it easy for all of us to grind on negativity. Specifically YouTube, the channel that I choose to use. There are channels that are monstrous, that produce scary headlines. Whether it's Crash Bros or, uh, you know, food storage or bank runs or whatever. You know what channels I'm talking about. Some of those channels freak me out. They're so negative. If you're going to look through life through the lens of positivity, you need to unsub from those channels. You don't need to be scared. We will talk about the real headlines, and some of them are bad, but we aren't going to grind and make it everything negative. There is opportunity. Where there is great pain, there is great opportunity. Understand that. Uh, next, walks off, walk as often as you can. One of the things that I learned on this recent month-long trip to go clear my head is you've got to move the body. If you can run, run. If you can walk, walk. You've got to move the body. You've got to have a clear mind and your body needs to be able to get you from point A to point B. And then finally, 
Value your mental and your physical fitness. Again, mental. I think too many of us, and maybe some of you, allow negativity to get inside. It's poison. I have found historically that one negative thought can only be destroyed by 10 positive thoughts. It's a habit. It's a muscle. Please, please take care of that. And then lastly, folks, uh, April Crosley, Ari, um, Lazy Girl REI, she is obviously going to be one of our guests uh, on the 16th, that Sunday the 16th. She put out a great Instagram post talking about how she gets started. Folks, I will admit, as I always do, real life, we have sold 23 seats of the 100 to the four le uh, legends of real estate, Anna, April, Casey, and Alicia. I would have expected this to sell out already, and it hasn't. Shame on you. These ladies are going to interact with you, answer your questions. To get four hours from four rock stars, you are missing out. If you can't make it Sunday, you got to buy the ticket so you get the video and you can rewatch it later. I'm opening my Rolodex. These are things I look forward to doing. And if you don't take the opportunity to, to interact with Anna, April, Casey, and Alicia, shame on you. All right, folks, have fun. Take care of yourself. Sonny, you okay? Say hi to everybody. Hi. All right, take care. Thanks. Good boy. Bye-bye.